What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the host of Pulse Radio and the founder of Pulse Media in the building for a special broadcast on today because we're premiering our new podcast here with Pulse Media and our brand Pulse Radio based around Miss Tennessee State University, Mallory Moore. I met Mallory her freshman year at Tennessee State and she was a cheerleader. She was getting posted everywhere and we connected um i wanted to uh, work with her i saw a lot of things for her i saw a great future for her as an influencer uh we had a you know very pivotal conversation uh, as i was leaving my hbcu fort valley state university in 2019 where she foretold me uh, what she was going to do she told me she was going to be miss tennessee state university and she said before that she was going to be miss junior so she became miss tennessee state university we talked, you know, she's a member of the team and now she has her own podcast and it's a whole lot more coming. So check out our interview with her, my interview with her, you know, about just this amazing opportunity, her being Miss Tennessee State University and also what to expect from the Mallory Moore show. You're listening to my interview with Mallory Moore of the Mallory Moore show. So stay tuned. Mallory. Hey. Are you? How you doing? Like, like, let's first of all, let's just say this. Everybody, it's for Zaria and for you, everybody has been just going crazy over you. First and foremost, how does it feel? You just, you started your reign as Miss Tennessee State on yesterday, and now today you just Oprah, okay? And Oprah, oh, by the way, went to Tennessee State, by the way. I just wanted to say that. But how does it feel? How does it feel? I don't think it's, you know, I feel like I still haven't gotten the whole, you know, gist of it, but... I'm so excited. I'm ready to serve. And I'm just, yesterday really was exciting. So it's, it's just still a dream, honestly. I can imagine. So first and foremost, we got everybody in the hop on the live. All Tennessee State on the live. But guys, this orientation, <laughs> golly. 81st administration. You know the vibes, my life. Oh, yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Hey, Tennessee State always goes crazy. So I'm not surprised. So for the folks on the replay, it's 55 folks on this live, man. She brought the whole right Tennessee now. State. It's, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. But tell everybody that doesn't know who you are, who you are. <clears throat> Uh-oh. <laughs> and gracious salutations, I am Mallory Moore, a senior health sciences major with a concentration in occupational therapy and a double minor in psychology and business, hailing all the way from the magic city of Birmingham, Alabama. And I humbly serve as the 92nd Miss Tennessee State University for the 2021-2022 academic school year. Hey, we love it. Oh, man, we love it. We love to hear it, man. The greetings. That is how you do it. So first and foremost, let's just start here. So I've known you since your freshman year. You know, like you came in, you were a cheerleader. Uh, we connected, I think it was January 2019. You know, you were going crazy. Everybody was posting you. And my big thing was that I wanted to showcase, you know, just cheerleading and also just leadership in a different way. Right. So I came to you for a takeover and you did a takeover. Uh, we stayed in contact and we actually spoke about you getting to this point, yeah. you know, you being, you know, Miss Junior and then Miss Tennessee State. You know, we talked about it, um, I think, November 2019, before all this happened, before the pandemic, yeah. before the rain, before all of that. So I want to just start from that moment of you being a cheerleader. So. Talk to us just about coming to Tennessee State and just being popping for being a cheerleader. Like, how, how was that moment your freshman year? 
Um, coming to Tennessee State, I originally did not want to cheer. So that's first and foremost. My dad um, told me if you want to go to Tennessee State University, you're going to have to make the cheerleading team. So I know you have structure. I'm the only child. My parents are very strict on me. So um, I was like, okay, I really want to go to TSU. So I tried out, made it. Um, still a dream come true. I'm still very thankful for the program. And I honestly did not expect, I didn't really know how big the HBCU world was. Um, I didn't know it was all these pages. And basically, I didn't know if it, it took one post for you to basically be like this HBCU star. So um, cheering was great. Um, I'm definitely going to miss being on the field. I feel like, you know, this past year, I did not get to miss it because of the pandemic. But definitely, you know, going back in person since this is the return and, you know, seeing the cheerleaders and stuff like that, it's definitely going to make me sad. But, you know, that's basically my first love in general because, you know, I, that was my I ended my 13th season here at Tennessee State University. So it was just an amazing moment. and I'm just glad I got to cheer at the collegiate level. So what made you want to transition from cheerleading and not just doing it all the way through to going into rural courts? We talked about that because you were on year 12 when we spoke and you said, you know, you wanted to transition to something else within your leadership. So what made you want to go from cheerleading to rural court? Um, I just felt in my heart that it was time for me to go into leadership. I knew that a bigger role in leadership, I'll say that. Um, I always felt like I was an impact, but just not enough. Like I just felt moved to do that. And actually at a game that I was cheering with my sophomore year, Miss Tasha Andrews, she is literally the reason why I'm here today. So I hope she's on here. Somebody tells her, but she pulled me to the side along with coach Pope. And she basically said, have you ever thought about running for Miss TSU? And I was like, no, she was like, you have the look, you have the voice, you know, I think you should, you know, really consider it. And, you know, I prayed about it. I thought about it. And, you know, she basically said, you know, I think you should run for Miss Junior because what I was really going to do was um, cheer three years and then run for Miss TSU. But I was just like, you know, I want people to see that I can be in a queen position and still be able to make an impact. So I decided to run for Miss Junior and we're here. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're here. You did it. And I want to talk about this, too, because this is one thing. So let's just go on and, and start with just to talk about the podcast before we even move further. So um, for me, when you applied, like I already knew about you, you know. So when we had that conversation, I was sick because I got the Pfizer shot. I was sick. All okay. right. But I was like, no, we're going to talk. We, we, we got it. We got to talk. So, you know, I pitched to you the idea of the podcast. because You already were doing the YouTube. I saw the videos. You know, you're very well spoken. And, you know, I think I think it's so many different dimensions of your brand, who you are, that hasn't been shown you, it hasn't been tapped into. And one thing that I see often, even within our conversations that we've had, is that you want to tell your story. And even in, in, in your post, you know, what you said within your post, when you officially signed on as Miss Tennessee State, you said essentially that, you know, folks don't know your journey, folks don't know your story. Why is it so important for folks to hear your story and understand what, what you've come through, what you've been through? Um, to my story, I feel as though, and I feel like this in life, you don't don't you know judge a book by its cover you know anyone can have these perceptions of you and pre-perceptions of you but they don't know what you've been through to think about why that you act the way you act so i i see that you know from just talking to other people they think i just have this per perfect you know barbie doll life and it's not like you know i've struggled you know after my first year i struggled at tsu i've you know struggled with grades and stuff like that and i've had to pick myself back up and i've always felt like it's just me and that's why i'm so independent so it's like 
with telling my story, I know I can inspire others. And people that just know me from just being in school, like, they're like, wow, like, you really went through all that, and you still did what you said you was going to do. And I'm the type of person, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I was never taught to have as anything. Excuse my mouth. But I've never taught to ever have do anything, and that's something that my mom and dad taught me. So I said what I wanted to do, and I did it. Even though, you know, some people that run for big positions at school, they've never, you know, they said, I've always wanted to run ever since I was a little girl for Miss TSU. That wasn't my story. It was very different. I decided to run my sophomore year. So, mm -hmm. and I didn't even think about running for Miss Junior until really right before the informational. So it's like, if God puts it on your heart to do it, then do it. You know, he's not, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in God and he led me to this position. So I felt like my story, you know, I'm not built for the week, and I feel like HBCUs don't build you for the week. So, you know, it's always trials and tribulations. And I right. just do many of those. And to know my story is to know me because it, it was not easy getting here. I promise you. Right. And and, and the, that's the dimensions that we're going to be talking about in you know the podcast. Because just with, with the podcast, you know, like a podcast is very much like radio. It's intimate. And people can get a chance to really know you because, you know, Really, just even from the beginning, um, and we spoke about it briefly in private, like, you know, from the beginning, I didn't like the culture of reposting, where yeah. it's like, oh, we see this girl that's super pretty, she's a cheerleader, let's post her. I never liked that. And yeah. I, 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 and we and we would repost people, but I always was trying to connect. We always were talking behind the scenes, you know, and I was getting to takeovers and all, all different stuff like that, you know. So it's like, I don't like that repost culture because the story is not being told. If you yes. just think, oh, you pretty, wow, that's great. Like, well, what does that do for you? It doesn't give you opportunities. It gives you a bunch of followers, but what does that really mean? So, you know, when this queen ambassador position, when we opened it up, initially you were the person I thought about. But I was, I don't know if she's going to apply. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I was, I don't, I don't know. We're going to see. Then you applied. And I was like, cool. So we let's do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this digital show that we're going to be rolling out soon. You know, so that was the, the big thing for me is that, I think you're an example of the duality of black women, the duality of HBCU students, and the duality of being a queen, where it's not just one thing. And I talked about it last week, but you said, hey, I want my story to be told. I think that the podcast can almost be like, of course, it's a brand move. Yeah. I think you can be therapeutic and, and, and you can let folks know, listen, this is where I come from. This is me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just so excited about the podcast project. And I think a lot of folks are excited because, you know, we're not hearing from black women in this capacity, you know? So I think that, that that's the, the, the thing of why the podcast is just traveling because everybody's been talking about it. It's been getting so many shares. That's why I think it's, it's, it's really big. So talk to us about just, you know, your platform. So you were inspired by little baby. All right. You know, so you did that. Everybody was rocking with it. Shout out to little baby. And your platform was doing more for TSU, making opportunities open to retain excellence, our turn. So tell us a bit about your platform. Um, our turn, you know, doing more for TSU, um, HBCU collaboration, retention rate. Ever since I've been at TSU, retention rate has been my goal, really, ever since Miss Junior, because it's like I love TSU to the death of me. So it's like if I can talk to you a little bit more, give you some more resources to why you should stay to TSU, we let, let me make that happen for you. Uh, one of my biggest things that I want to happen is shadowing with the tiger. Um, that is something that I've 
been thinking about ever really since my sophomore year because till this day I don't have a mentor. So this is a mentorship program where um, a grad an older person would help an incoming freshman and you basically sign up. You have to really be legit about it because you would need to help that student. So you're basically helping a baby tiger and you're there for them whatever they need. So that is definitely something that needs to be in place at TSU because, you know, I wish I would have somebody that helped guide me, even though I got, you know, through okay, it's still, it doesn't match. Like, it needs to be a parent away from home. So, that's what this mentorship program is about. But, yeah. Big you on said, collaboration, though. Yeah, oh, no, big, big on that. We're going to be working on that for sure. But you said a mouthful with that one. And we're going to, you know, close out the interview really quick because we have to go on and go. Okay. But, Man, when it comes to mentoring, I know that was one thing I always talked about with me. I ain't never mentored. You know what I'm saying? I still don't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm telling you what my mentor to be. I'm telling you what my mentor to be. All right. And, and, I'm, and I'm having these conversations trying to make it happen. I want for Angie Wandu, the founder of the Shade Room, to be my mentor. And it's not like, oh, it's a pipe dream. We shoot. Now I shot my shot and it's on the rim. All right. You know what I'm saying? It's on the rim. It's bouncing. You feel me? So it's like, we're going to see what happens. But it's hard trying to figure things out for yourself. Yeah. So I think that's so important. And I want to ask you this. So what do you think within the capacity of you being Miss Tennessee State, you know, is your role as far as that mentoring aspect? Like a lot of folks around the nation, like I, I talk to a lot of younger queens, you know, a lot of folks that, that, that are coming for the titles at a lot of HBCUs. And I hear a lot about Christelle, hear a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? So, so how do you think within this position you will be able to serve as even a from afar mentor? Like what, how do you think this position can aid in that? Um, I think that you make time for what you want. So if you really want to help that person, you will. I know I've had a lot of people reach out to me just from different schools, like not even from TSU, like just can you be my mentor? Even though you're not here, can you just give me some tips on what I should do next at my college? So um, just making sure that I make time for those people, because I know like even with this mentorship program, I know some people may be like, this is who I want. This is who I want. But I don't want to be like that. I want to be like, you know, you know, just naturally, very organic. I don't like, you know, poor stuff. So I'm very big on organic things like that. Yeah, we, we, we don't like fakeness. We don't like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You going to connect, we going to connect. All right? No, we, we ain't doing no. I, I'm, your, I'm your mentor going to comment mentor, mentor under the pictures, but Trey was my mentor. We're going to delete that comment, all right? We're we not, yeah. we not, we not playing these games. But in general, I'm just super excited, Mallory. Like, you know, we have so much that that that's coming um i know that you know like because really one thing everybody sees you is that you're a star you know what i'm saying like people see that star quality in you you know what i'm saying and i know i've seen it and i think that what we're gonna do is that we're gonna change the tide because we, we we have to get rid of the repost culture not to say we're not gonna repost pictures not to say we can't do that but we have to get rid of that because there's so much more to do to tell the story yeah. You know, so I think that we're going to start with you with that, because look at your growth from being a cheerleader to now being in Tennessee State and everything else you're going to accomplish, you know. So I think that, you know, that's what makes me the most excited about, you know, where we're, what we're going to do with the podcast and every, everything, you know, that we have going on. I need for everybody that's in here, make sure to follow the Malmore podcast, make sure to follow it, all that different stuff. We got a lot coming up and I'm going to go on and drop a date. All right. I'm going to let people know because since we got folks watching. Juneteenth, all right. Juneteenth, y'all know what Juneteenth is. I uh, y'all y'all go to some HBCU. Y'all y'all like y'all go y'all go to University of Memphis or something like that. Y'all <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying. So on Juneteenth, and if y'all don't know, I need y'all to go Google it. Juneteenth, 
We're going to be doing a big collaboration because you guys did not know Christelle is also, we're starting a podcast with her, the Read the Room podcast. So we're going to get Christelle, we're going to get Mallory on Instagram Live, on Queen City's Instagram Live, and we're going to do just a big old talk. You know what I'm saying? Like where, you know, they exchange, you know, just their experiences. And that's going to be the start of both episodes of the podcast. So if you're here, if you're watching right now, you know. Now, it's going to be big. We're going to make a flyer for it. But you know the vibes. You know what's going on. But outside of that, Mallory, there's so much more to talk about. But that's what we got about the podcast. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So in general, let everybody know where they can find you. Okay. Um, of course, Instagram, M-A-L-L dot more, Mal dot more, Twitter, M-M-O-O-R-W. And of course, my YouTube channel that will be now a podcast, The Mallory Moore Show. We love, we love it. Most okay. definitely. I'm super excited, Mallory. Everybody's <laughs> excited. And just thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you. And I can't wait to talk to you more. Thank you. Bye, y'all. I'll talk to you later. HBCUs are more than a trend. We're forever a part of the culture. We can show you better than we can tell you. A Queen series and HBCU Pulse has you on lock. From royal court to Greek life, sports and campaigns to graduation. We are the number one outlet for HBCU students. Make sure to tap in and learn more at hbcupulse.com.